Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Dean, and we'd like to let you know where you can find us. The best way to find our socials is on our link tree at the Baron's Hideout, which has our Twitter, Instagram, and podcast links. And you can find me on Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce, on Facebook under Dean Sharp, and also my website, www.deanofthedead.com. Lastly, if you wish to support us further, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month. Now, to the show. Another special guest, we have Ross from General Witchfinders. Ross, how are you doing? How are you doing? Hi, hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm tired. <laughs> I'm yeah. really, really tired. That's um, always a good place to start, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring that energy. You yeah, know? exactly. Um, we yeah. just did another recording last night and I got like no sleep. Then I had to go to work. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing this one, which this was a pretty weird, crazy film that we are, we're covering over for Screenbox. Mm-hmm. And, um, I reached out to multiple people seeing who wanted to come on and, and talk about a couple films. And you're like, hey, let's do it. I know we yeah. had you on a long time ago for yeah. the original Firestarter. It had to have been almost a year, I want to well, say. I, I think it was summertime-ish because I can remember it being hot, but that might just be you know, yeah. the impression I got from the film. But yeah, <laughs> I, think it, I think it was daylight as well. And I think we recorded a similar sort of time and... So it must have been in the summer months, I reckon. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, something like that. Yes, but time, time does go fast, doesn't it? Yeah, it really, really does. Um, but before we jump into it, to everything, Ross, why don't you talk about your show that you do over at General Witchfinders with your, with your pals? Yeah, so we, we're on the same um, uh, podcast network, which is a group of um, different horror podcasts. Um, and I think we're probably we cover quite different sort of stuff yeah. to a lot of the other people we we essentially cover british horror normally in the 1970s maybe 60s maybe 80s but you know 80s is a bit new to new for us so if you just think um i think the most i've had a look through the other day christopher lee is the person who's been in the most films we've watched yeah. so so it's a lot of hammer um hammer adjacent stuff also we do um british tv programs from the 1960s and 70s as well um but we are um as soon as i finish this we're going to be recording something which is a, a little bit stretching our parameters of our uh of our um uh premises we're going to be doing an episode of ghost adventures where they actually they come to the uk oh so, wow so we're going to be doing that which is one of my um so it's me my friend john and james and it's uh, John's favorite episode of television ever. So we've, we've decided to go and watch that and stretch it to say, um, it's not a film. It's a TV program. It's yeah. American. But they, they filmed it in England. So uh, let's yeah. see, what, see what happened. Yeah. Well, I'm excited so be for good. that, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But normally it's normally it's um, Hammer Horror, that kind of stuff. Really. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like this is you know completely off the, off the path here. But I feel like Hammer has really started to gain a lot more um popularity everywhere mm. it's getting like way more 
popular I want to say within the last like 10 or 15 years and you, and you see like Shudder they have like hammer selections which is not like a lot of the films but they do have some there yeah um, I even think Screenbox has a couple on there as well mm-hmm. um, and you see like um, I don't know if it's Vinegar Syndrome but it's one of the other like distributors who like mm. restore all of the films and you can get like a giant box set yeah, of, yeah. of hammer films I'm like that is awesome yeah, there's some really nice, um, like Blu-ray releases at the moment, where they, you know, the re- going to town, restoring them and everything. And um, yeah. we got a uh, a streamer here called BritBox, which is um, basically BBC and ITV, um, uh, sort of archive television, but they've cool. got loads of Hammer stuff on there as well. So um, oh, I think awesome. I think just because people, it's easier for people to get it now. I think it's starting to build that sort of like audience again as well which is good yeah for sure so if you guys like hammer horror and all the uh classic british uh movies shows go check out general witch finders and ross is always really really cool to uh talk to and also listen to you on your show so go give them some support (laughs) cheers um but today we're going to be talking about a film that is on shutter already um i wasn't able to get this out in time mainly because we got the screener i think the day before it released mm-hmm. um because they were kind of i think having a little bit of trouble getting it um and i think this dropped maybe thursday or friday recording this on sunday so it's been out for a few days mm-hmm. um and i just had a chance to watch it um yesterday because i've been super duper busy with everything so i think we kind of watched it um probably the same day you, you must have watched it yesterday. i watched it yeah late last night yeah. I, I managed to managed to get through it and um uh and i've i've watched it twice uh, something i do often on general witch finders is, is i find it really hard to remember what yeah. as soon as as soon as i've seen it my brain kind of like dumps it out afterwards so i tend to watch it over and over so i've been watching it um on double speed in the corner of my screen um today <laughs> a few times just to try and remember what's going on but um yeah, it's it's it was good. I I I don't watch much Japanese stuff. Um and the the Japanese stuff I do get to see often is um uh, I was saying something the other day that often when you watch um uh, uh films from other, other countries you often More see films. yeah, you often see the the best of what they got to offer. Don't you? So therefore and uh, you you may get like a uh, like a uh, a skewed opinion of how good their cinema is but it's because you know it's like out of all the hundreds and hundreds of films they've done the like the top 10 will get over here and then you see if you got wow korean cinema is amazing yeah. but, <laughs> but um we had like a massive um uh, when i was a teenager like akira came out of the cinema and then suddenly there was um there was like manga everywhere yeah and you start seeing some all, all the really good ones you think oh this is you know, I love manga. I'm really into like anime and all that kind of stuff. And then all the dross started coming out, and you think, oh, actually, you know, there is so much. So, yeah, I think um, I don't I haven't seen much Japanese stuff since that sort of age. But this was um, this was good. It was really good. Yeah, and it is based off a, a manga as well. So uh, um, that's why I think a lot of like the things that happen it's so like over very the cartoonish because they have yeah. to they have to match what was on the page essentially. I thought I thought it may have been, yeah, it was good. Um, so we got to be like we got to sort of avoid spoilers for the 
with initial discussion of this. Yeah, um, so we'll just do like generalized thoughts. Um, what we were talking about is Signal 100. Um, and Ross, since you are the guest, I'll let you kind of talk about how, how your overall feelings on this and what you thought. I would. I like. I think when I said I don't watch much Japanese stuff now, that's a, a bit of a lie. I watch loads of Studio Ghibli stuff for my kids. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. And and um, is it Ghibli or Ghibli? I can never pronounce it properly. Um, I think it's either or. Either or, yeah, and um, or probably both wrong. Um, so <laughs> so we we went to see um recently they they're doing a um a live action play um of um my uh, neighbor Totoro in okay. London. And we took the kids to go and see that, and we realised that loads of pronunciations which we've been doing have been completely off when you actually hear proper Japanese people s- saying it. And um, but yeah, through that, I think uh, a lot of the um, studio Ghibli stuff has like kids in schools, and so you kind of that because this is this is set in a, uh, a Japanese kind of high school, and I think, and I always find that interesting where it's it's kind of it's kind of recognizable from your experience of what school's like but also it's it's very alien as well because it's one of those things where um even more so than the difference between british and american um sort of life like it looks it looks similar but then it's just also very alien as well and (laughs) and i find that quite interesting um and yeah it was so there was that familiarity of a school setting but also you know how how people behave and their their kind of um the way they interact and like how everything is was that, that was interesting you know if it was just a school about a film about a school i would have found that interesting but then we had the you know things started going a little bit awry after that point oh yeah for sure this this movie it kind of doesn't take long for everything to go crazy i want to say what five minutes five or yeah, ten yeah. minutes is when it starts going really crazy um but it's really enjoyable, and the story, I mean, it is kind of all over the place. It's its mm. way out there, but you got to remember what it's based off of. It's based off a of manga, so it's obviously mm. going to be kind of far-fetched and like, okay, well, obviously this would not happen in real life, but if it <laughs> did, that would yeah. be crazy. Um, yeah. There's definitely a few, like, kind of bad CGI shots, but no, that's okay. That's okay. Mm. Um, but I thought the sound effects put, put pulled me out of it more than the CGI. Oh, yeah. it, it almost had very cartoonish sound effects when things were things were happening. Yeah. Often when something <laughs> particularly gory was happening, the um, and I don't know if they did it, if the sound was put on there to kind of like maybe take away the goriness of it a little bit to try and make it a bit more humorous. Because I can imagine watching this as a teenager, it would have been hilarious. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. All, all, you know, all the different kills in it. Uh, yeah. Like you said, if it happened in real life, it wouldn't be hilarious. But you know, watching it on TV, no, no, it would be it would be really bad. Um, mm. But I enjoyed this film a lot. And mm. one thing Screenbox has been doing is they've been bringing a lot of like foreign Japanese Korean films to their service, and they've all been really, really good. Mm. Uh, they just they just do cinema so different over there, and they they can pull off these crazy things that I feel like if either of our countries were to try to do this it would kind of fall flat yeah and but they managed to nail it every single time they know how to do you know body horror they know how to do like crazy cinema shots they know how to just make you feel a little uneasy more Mm -hmm. than like a lot of you know american or even british um 
movies can do. And that's what I really, really enjoy about Korean and Japanese and, and anything in that, in that land um, with their films is because of how crazy things can get. Do you, think, do you think maybe it's because it's, it's got that remove that one step removal from your own culture. Yeah. It has so therefore weird, weird stuff can happen in it because it's, it's not, you know, so for example, I think often for me, if, if I, if I'm watching a, watching a sort of contemporary British film, it's really easy to say, well, that wouldn't happen. That's not that. Like I was watching Moon Knight and I stopped watching it because it was like, well, that's not where the British museum is. That's not what uh, locks look like in the, you know, and all these different, yeah. you keep looking at all these things because it's so familiar to you. It's easy for you to, to be pulled out of um, the artifice of, of the, uh, of the film. Whereas if this is, if it's set in another culture and this is, you know, a, a couple of steps away from us it's it's easy for us to sort of like it's almost like it's a a um a fantasy land and then therefore yeah. weird things can happen and oh, um so which sure. is, yeah and they definitely have their own flavor um of of movies oh yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah this this film was very enjoyable it wasn't that long i think it was what an hour and a half a little bit over yeah. that um so it hits like that 90 minute mark that everybody likes um and it goes by really really fast because of what's going on and how people are dealing with the situations and some of the scumbag characters that are in there um <laughs> and the payoffs that happen uh it's a very very fun film and if you have screenbox or if you have a way for you to see the film um i know in the uk screenbox is not available there and um Dean, my co-host, who is in the UK, um, Ross is on this one, and we also had one with Gabby the other day, but just because Dean's been away prepping for conventions and whatnot, and um, Dean loves seeing all these Screenbox movies, because he's like, I can't get this here, so I'm like, I always try to you know, give <laughs> the more opportunities when I have a guest um, or an extra spot open mm. um, to let people come on and especially people who are in the UK or somewhere else where they, they can't get these films. Um, and I, and I love that. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely, I had a look at other films, the, um, this director had made and she's done a film about uh, a television that comes alive and falls in love with someone. And, it, you know, it, and it's like, it's I'm just really interested to see what all these other films, this, because it doesn't look like she's done um, horror films uh, yeah. per se, but it's just like all these weird quirky little films. So, it's interesting to go and um, look them up and, and, and see if I can find any of them. Hell yeah. And that's mm. the beauty of doing movies like this and doing mm. and talking about movies in general is you discover things that you probably would have never have found. And uh, Screenbox has been doing that with us a lot. They've been like, hey, here's this movie. And I'm like, well, you know, kind of reading what the description is. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be into it. And I watch it and I'm like, okay, that was awesome. Mm. <laughs> and this was kind of yep. one of them. Uh, usually when I hear, oh, well, this is based off of a manga. It's usually very hit or miss, especially if you're talking about like Netflix, uh, mm -hmm. stuff like that, or like Hulu sometimes. Be very, very hit or miss live action. But I think since it was it was made in its, you know, its own land, it was made by people who live there and, mm -hmm. and they probably, you know, were able to talk to the artist or whoever created the manga and get some influence on there, um, it it nails it. It nails it. Yeah. For sure. Um but I think that's probably all we can really talk about without going into spoilers, unless Ross, you have any last minute remarks? No, I, I, I would say definitely watch it. I think. Yes. 
any of this kind of um things i want to sort of go into a bit more i probably would have to go past the spoiler wall so yeah yeah, it's definitely worth a watch yeah for sure if you can get it if you have screen box or find another way for you to get it or even just reach out to me and see if i can get you guys um a way to watch it since we're we're kind of close to um um acquisition er and the one who create well runs pretty much the socials for Screenbox. So I always try to help out everybody if they're trying to watch a movie that they can't get. Just uh, reach out to me on the uh on the podcast, Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. But I think um without further ado, we will jump into spoilers. <笑>私たちから消えた。正解。クラスの Since you are the guest today, you can pick anything. We don't have to go through the whole movie. We can kind of just touch on things that we thought were crazy or what stood out to us. Um, so if there was anything like that for you that you want to touch up on right now, we can yeah. dive into it. So I guess we can talk about what the premise of the story really oh, is sure. now. So um, essentially, uh, this there's a, it, we're following a class of students. It's it's almost like a, a, a bit of a, a school soap opera at the beginning. You're being introduced to all the different um, sort of like cliques and um, friendship groups and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then they uh, they are sent to a uh, the um, AV room and they are shown a, uh, a DVD, which is basically a subliminal hypnosis video which um yeah. hypnotizes them all so i i found it um as it was going through couldn't work out was this an actual hip it was just like a scientifically a scientific hypnosis type thing or was it something to do with magic because because it kept sort of going backwards and forwards between them talking about oh you've been hypnotized now and and basically there's a, there's these hundred um rules or signals which are being put into you and if you break any of these rule, rules that you're going to um you'll be compelled to commit suicide, but you don't know what these hundred rules are um, or hundred sing- signals, um, which is, I thought was a really good concept. Um, so the backstory they, they gave was that this was based on um, something, a, a kind of religious cult had developed in order to control the members of the cult. But at that point um, there was only 50 rules and, yeah. um, and then this, uh, the their teacher had added an extra fifty rules on there as well, um, and essentially he's like, 
it was a bit convoluted, but he's saying yeah, this is this sure. is giving you a uh, an insight into what it's going to be like when you're an adult, where your your comp- your life is completely controlled by rules. And I thought that was an interesting aspect. But I think particularly in that culture, where maybe um, it is very conservative, and you, know, you 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 do have to conform. I was watching this um, really interesting documentary um, about Japan, where they were saying that. You know, if so, you've got you you've got to get a job in a big company, and then you've got to keep that job. And they might bully you, and they might treat you like absolute crap. But you've got to keep that job because if you fall out of that job, there's no like social security or anything to which will 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 pick you up. And you're and also and also if you lose that job, you will be kind of um disowned and sort of uh, yeah. there's a, a huge amount of shame. And they was following these um a couple of guys who essentially it's like they had they had breakdowns they couldn't deal with it and they just dropped off of um they just dropped out of the system and they were they were essentially living in um like pornographic booths it's oh, because wow. they said it was cheaper for them to rent a booth um to, to sleep in than it was to get an apartment and it was so awful because um the lights are on all the time and it just had porn going on in there. So they had to go in there, cover their face up and block their ears up and try and sleep in this brightly lit room with porn playing. And they were just saying, this is my life. And because there's no, because, because I've had this breakdown, I'm not ready to get back. It's really, I can't get another job now because I've yeah. had a break. And they, and it was just like, it felt like, wow, you know, what a horrible existence. Um, I've gone off on a tangent, man. You're no, going to no, have to bring I me back. It. I love it because now yeah. I want to watch that documentary. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was just horrible um, yeah it is very tough uh in in those countries and whatnot and i know in japan they have like the whole like um like social network and like you're saying like if you if you do something like they can disown you like the entire system can just be like yeah nope we're we're done with you if you yep. do something your families can drop you for whatever it yep. may be it's it's hard over there um mm. And this, I think there's been a lot of things um, over the past year, I want to say, maybe even more of like you're hearing like news headlines about things going on or other people coming up about like um, with companies and uh, video video game companies as I, I play video games. So I hear a lot of the stuff that goes on over there and it's mm-hmm. it's harsh, man. It's it's a harsh um, culture <laughs> compared to, you know, yeah. like where we live. I feel like we're, we're kind of lax, I guess, in both of our both of our countries to an extent but it's, it's getting worse though man i was just yeah. thinking you know the amount of people and you know do if you do something so for example my at my kid's school um my kid is 11 and you're already getting letters around about sexting and stuff like that and yeah. it's and it's like as soon as someone you cock up at school now it's on the internet and it's there forever. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I think more and more people don't have the opportunity to mess up because if soon, as soon as you mess up, it's, it's everyone knows about it, you know? And because I'm thinking that when I was a kid and I, I, I fa- I sort of like had a crush on someone, I would write them a letter, post it. It would go to their house. They'd read it and they might, you know, but imagine like, you know, now they can just screen grab 
like yeah you know the text you send them and then just send it to the whole school and and you know it's just it's yeah just it's scary yeah and <laughs> you know there's so many people like you know well you you wrote this in a tweet you know eight years ago and now you've lost your job yeah it's it's like, like, but that was me eight years ago like you know yeah. people change and they grow unless it's like mm-hmm. something like really really bad then okay yes. yeah, yeah, um, yeah then it may be something like okay well i don't think you're going to change in that kind of way but no. yeah cultures are they're they're harsh and you know mm-hmm. technology is really to blame i think for a lot of things that are happening because it's so easy for people to get a hold of everything mm. um it's crazy yeah and the but that... i think i think one of the things which is cool in this is that you've got to keep the rules but you don't know what all the rules are and until yeah. you break the rule um you don't know that you've broken it and i think that's that's a really good metaphor for growing up because you make so many mistakes uh just trying to just trying to navigate the world because you're changing your friendship groups are changing the things you're doing are changing and, and just trying to navigate your way through that without just making an absolute idiot yourself or uh it's it, it's i think that was like when you look at it like that and i think that was a good metaphor in this film oh yeah for sure there's a lot that goes on in this film not just people getting their heads like blown up and shoving a light bulb <laughs> up your head <laughs> yeah and biting their own tongues off yeah, yeah so essentially essentially they get um hypnotized and the, the first person um they realize that they were late for class and one of the rules is um not to be late so um, when she realizes she's late she throws herself off the, the the roof of the building and then a load of the other kids jump off the building and, and i think that's because they were wearing inappropriate school uniform and that was one of the rules as well yeah yeah because i think they say it at the end of it they were they were wearing jerseys or something that wasn't you know, right for the classroom and I, i'm pretty yeah. sure and then someone picks up a phone and then using a phone is a uh, is is a leak so then they end up killing themselves on that so you get you lose loads of the class pretty quickly uh, at that the beginning point but i think one of my um when i was watching this film i've i found it quite hard to work out who the main characters were because it, you've got so many different characters and they're all wearing the same school uniform uh, pretty much when i watch it back a second time it's obvious who i'm who i'm meant to be following but when you're first watching it i'm like okay well who until probably about halfway through, I didn't. You don't know who the bad, who's the bad guy because the teacher kills himself pretty yeah. quickly <laughs> after this point. Um, so I, I would say if, if my one of my criticisms would have been, but that's probably more to do with me than the film. Trying to track who I'm who I'm meant to be tracking was quite difficult, um, just for the sheer, sheer amount of characters who who are going at any one time. Yeah, and I think they're kind of that might be intentional though because I was having. A hard time figuring out who it was too until like the end and i was like oh okay okay but i think they were doing that because they wanted you to maybe root for somebody mm-hmm. a specific person so they wanted you to be like okay this person i want them to make it out and then they do something and then they they die and then yeah. um you start you know kind of going through everybody now the teacher's dead um everybody's freaking out and then they're told that the only way that this um spell um, they they like to say that too. Um, the mm. spell is going to end is when there's only one person left, and so mm. everybody is like, "I'm not dying. Mm. You're going to die." And they're like, "No, I'm not dying. Why are you looking at me? What did I do?" Yeah. Everybody starts questioning each other, and then things start going so, crazy. Yeah, so you get a bit of a Lord of the Flies type thing. Then when they start breaking off into groups, um, I think there's like a soccer clique that it looks like there's like a bitchy girl clique, and and essentially they're trying. 
there's like a race to find out what all the rules are. Yeah. And also then the power then would become in the people who know the rules. Um, again, a good metaphor for, 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 for life. Um, you know, for example, you know, you get a fine from the tax man, because, but you know, but I didn't know I had to fill that form in. Well, but you do. Ignorance, ignorance isn't like an excuse. So what, what? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so there, there's a race then to find what the rules are. And then when they've got the rules is to try and force the other people in the room to break those rules so then they they would kill themselves um and it made me think a lot of um battle royale um, yes whole... yes this is a movie that everybody is um comparing it to and i think even screenbox says it's like like battle royale which is a great film <laughs> yeah whereas but they're killing themselves rather than killing each other yeah. yeah yeah uh i think one of my favorite kills that we kind of talked about um, that it's so crazy, and I was even thinking, can I can I do this? Is when the girl bites off her own tongue. Yeah, that was so crazy. But and I was yeah, like, there has to be a way. But she does it so hard. And- well, they just say they increase their strength by double when they when the the um the sort of the urge to commit suicide kicks in. Yeah, yeah, they, they become super strong. Um, there's also a, a head twist that happens. Yeah, um, twisting their own head off. Yeah, it's oh, it's so it's kind of hard to watch some of these, but since I've watched so much horror, a lot of them are kind of easy. But the head twisting, seeing somebody do it to themselves, yeah, was nuts. Particularly um, a, ch- a child doing it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think uh, out of all the ones that did happen, because it was it was really really funny, is the light bulb kill. Is when he shoves mm-hmm. the light bulb in his head. That yeah. was that was really. I was trying because that looked quite practical some of that and i was thinking how i suppose with led lights you can get that in your mouth and it won't be super hot compared to what it would have been back back in the day but yeah that there were some good there were some good ones yeah um so everybody you know starts dying off and then he's kind of got to reveal who the main bad guy is who is Mm. um is is wada i think that's his name um wada is the one guy who starts figuring out all of the the signals he meets a one of the other students in the library and finds a book and it has yeah. a bunch of signals and stuff written yeah, in there just just the kind of book you'd find in a school library isn't it There's yeah, some yeah, kind of exactly. black magic yeah. uh, thing <laughs> about, yeah and I, what, that's one of the things where because they they find the book which tells you the story of the cult and they have the 50 original rules and they write them out on on the um on the um blackboard i've been trying to find online a translation of all of those different rules because yeah. I thought that be that would have been good to know, and then they start adding the extras because the um the teacher did tell them there's a hundred rules, so they're trying to find all the extra ones as they're going on. Yeah, and then um I think Wada doesn't reveal right away, but he's like I actually know an extra fourteen. I know sixty four instead of fifty. So now all yeah. you all you peasants essentially you need to bow to me now if you want to survive. Yeah. Um. So that that really starts turning the table. So you, now you have a split, um, split class essentially. You got the people who want to survive and want to trust this this asshole, and the mm. other ones who are just trying to figure out all the other rules. Because like if we get yeah. to it first, we will be able to overcome this and um, probably get out of this alive. Um, something which um we didn't mention is that earlier in the film. This character, you you've seen him on the roof of the building, pretending yeah. to shoot people. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, pretty yeah, sick. Yeah, that's 
so awful because like that's stuff that's happening so much here mm. in, in the u.s and it, it's it sucks and oh i want it to stop so badly but i don't think it's ever going to sadly um so mm. seeing that in this film was like okay well obviously he's going to be the main the main dude and then mm. it starts to solidify even more and more and more as it goes on um and then they eventually find out um after you know pretty much i think they found all well, he has—he has like—he has like a uh, a version of the an English version of the book, yeah. and he can sp- he can read English, so he's he's got the control of that. Whereas then another girl finds a a Japanese translation of the book, and then she's saying actually there's more than he's he's letting on. So that's when you realise at that point that he knows more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's after he's killed a girl by making her touch his card on. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." So that's what's, yeah. that's what's happening here. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're just trying to solidify all these signal tools. Mm. Um, there was some pretty crazy ones, and and that mm. was a crazy one. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's yeah. So touching a an, a excited male member is is a uh, is, is something which will make you kill yourself. So he, he gets a girl to touch his his dick and then yeah. there's a guy watching him behind a curtain who's um, <laughs> jerking off and then he dies as well and he's like an idiot <laughs> um another one that was that was really crazy was the the long gazing one um when mm-hmm. if you stare at somebody for too long you you both die which i was like yeah. okay that that's that's crazy um and then my favorite was the pointing one. Oh yeah when all the seven people need to point at one person oh. Yeah, <laughs> and they they try to run with that for a while. That that's like their main thing. They're like, okay, everybody, let's let's do it. Yeah, point so, out. But if, so if you have got a group of seven people on your side, it you kind of um, you've got the power. But as soon as there's there's an equal number on the other side, and then it's all about who you're going to point to. Do you ever play that game, um, One Night where Ultimate Werewolf, where you have to yeah, work yes, out who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of that where you know, countdown now points who you think the werewolf is. Um, yeah, that, that was quite good, and it's it's like having like um, a classic. Do they call it a Mexican showdown? What's the yeah, when... a Mexican um, um, standoff? Standoff, yeah, but with people pointing. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> that was clever. Um, yeah, so we find out all these other ones, and they find out that um, I think one of the signals was staying at school until dawn. Mm. So they found out okay now we have a limited amount of time because otherwise we're all gonna die yeah if right here till dawn um, also they um, can't eat or drink either can they so yeah, that's they, another... can't, they can't eat or drink which that's really crazy mm. um and that they kind of play with that one for a while too because they try to get people um water to drink and he mm. does but he doesn't swallow swallow it, it. yeah that and the other guy swallows. He's like, oh, okay, so it's fine. Then he spits out, and it's just like, oh, my God, you asshole. <laughs> it's actually pretty clever, but which made me think, and this is my criticism of the film, because there's lots of clever bits like that, and I was thinking, oh, this is going to be there's going to be a really good twist at the end of it. And I was like, I love trying to work out what's going to be, and I was thinking, oh, it's yeah. going to be something really clever, how they're going to get him at the end of this. And um, I don't know if we want to jump to the end, but but at the end, it wasn't clever at all, and it, that I felt ultimately, I kind of felt let down at the end because it, it because there were so many lovely little bits like this all the way through yeah. that it kind of made it, my expectations were raised so high, and then it just kind of it just turned into a fight. You know, no, I was definitely expecting a twist too, um, 
and it didn't really happen uh, in the way that I was expecting, and obviously it didn't really happen in the way you were expecting either. But mm. the journey there was really, really fun. Mm. Seeing you know everybody kind of figure out what's going on, um, and uh, they have the standoff and the I guess it's their gym. Yeah. Um, with like party lights on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we said we're getting ready for that end of school. It was their end of school party, wasn't it? And that's why the, te- the the teacher told the um students' parents that's why they were not, weren't coming home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your camera's doing that thing, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I looked pretty good. It. it did look good. <laughs> it happens every now and then. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they had that standoff, and then the beer spray. The beer, beer spray. <laughs> it was like yeah. what the. A- a, what do they call a beer shower i'm like what yeah the beer shower <laughs> yeah like, what? so basically oh, if you got God. sprayed with beer at that point you would kill yourself uh yeah. climb up scaffold there's a lot of people throwing themselves off of things which weren't high enough to kill yourself on yeah, you know yeah it, uh, two floors up and your head explodes yeah um, <laughs> it has to be dramatic they have to have yeah. that uh, that impact <laughs> yeah um so yeah, we're kind of like nearing the end of the film now. There's a lot that happens in here, so it's hard to touch on every single aspect because there's there's two different storylines technically. Well, essentially, you got a class of probably about forty kids, and all of them have got to kill themselves at some point in this film. So that yeah, the the, the kill I don't know they normally have on online the kill number on there, but this is yeah. pretty high. Yeah, this has to be on dead meat some kill count for sure. They got yeah. they got to do that. Um. So yeah, we kind of near the end. We're Mostly everybody's dead. Um, Wada is is injured after being battled by one of the other students, um, mm. and then we come to this this point where um, it's like the main girl and one of the other main students. There's so many names. I don't I don't remember all their names. Oh, Sota um, was the main guy, I think, and Rena was. Yes, the main... yes, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, the goodies. Uh, yeah, because Soda was a sleepy one that had the um the, the cast that they were signing. Yeah, and the um so I thought I thought the cast was going to have something to do with the ending. I thought the painkillers he was having was making him sleepy. I was sure that was going to be something to do with the, with the the they kind of made out that these were like magic pills, which would yeah. But um, and I thought the drinking of blood because it's talking about drinking blood was gonna is yeah, another rituals. thing. Yeah, so I thought that he was gonna I thought he was gonna get blood inside the pill. And then convince them that the pill was um, part of the uh, the cure, and then him doing that and taking the blood would have made him. Con- but yeah, it, yeah. yeah, I was I was kind of thinking the same thing too, but they didn't do that at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they go outside to confront Wada, um, and one of the other students attacks him before this and he gets i think even more injured so he goes outside mm. and, and one of the other students dies and then this is when the whole thing happens and then they he does like here i wanted to give you and this other person pills and then uh reyna was like oh you wanted to give it to us so that we could survive but then before that you get a scene where wada and soda were actually friends and yeah so bizarre this flashback and i was like, so they, confused what was happening yeah and they <laughs> like they had some kind of suicide pack when they looked like it was about six and there was some other kid would look like a real gun which was like getting them out from underneath something in the rain and it was like yeah what the f- i was like what i was com- <laughs> it just this has come out of nowhere what 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 is this all about and and it seemed like he, he was just basically 
the whole reason he turned into a psychopath was that this this guy um, joined the football team and then the soccer team and didn't want to play with him anymore. And I was yeah. like, what? I didn't. It, it, yeah, it did yeah, not get it, any of that. It went really crazy from what it already was, but to a whole different crazy. Yeah. Um, it's so. just complete this needed to be it's one of those things that felt like if you're going to do this set it up from the beginning you can't just yeah. bring this in like literally yeah. six minutes before the end of the film yeah and like even the last like after the scene it, it gets even more confusing because you're like yeah. what the hell is going on now <laughs> um, so they both die and then she's she's alone and it's been um, five years and then mm. be, before that, they're like, oh, the teacher disappeared. Oh, no. Mm. Um, so the sequel, did... I thought. But then <laughs> they, they do the whole like he wasn't actually dead. Mm. Um, so then she goes out and, and finds him. Yeah. But I couldn't work out. Had she imprisoned him or was he in some? Because this is when it suddenly became. Because they kind of talked about a spell a little bit. But then the rest of it was just about hypnotism. But now it was like he looks like he's in some kind of like black magic place yeah. he's chained up there's it looks like there was some kind of like weird thing around him and he's uh and there's all this like devil worship stuff around him and she's like dressed like a ninja and it's like and i couldn't work out had she imprisoned him in that in that space or was he behind this in there so she couldn't get him but the fact that she had a dvd player and a projector set up made me feel like she caught him yeah and imprisoned him and and but none of that was explained. It's just like, and I, I had to rewatch that again this morning because I was thinking I must have fallen asleep and yeah. missed, missed <laughs> what, what, what happened. Yeah, it was cool, but I didn't. I got no idea what the fuck was happening. Yeah, I think I had to go read the manga after this now to see what what actually was happening. So they must have more detail. Yeah, six hundred the... pages or something. Yeah, and it's been five years, so she's probably been you know, figuring out everything and like rewriting mm. her own thing so maybe she made her own trap and was like okay now you're in my hell but no. then there was something she put so she plays the projection from then he starts saying what was that and then he's, he's like he starts talking with different voices and i was like thinking is he schiz- was he schizophrenic yeah yeah or was, was he possessed, suddenly possessed by all the children who he killed i couldn't i didn't i've got no idea what was happening at that point but it was like there was something Something else going on there as well. Yeah, I, I no idea what it was. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch it another like three or four times and see if it like clicks and and yeah. go read the book as well. Um, but it's a it's a batshit film. It, yeah. it really is. There's so much going on, so it's impossible to talk about every single thing. Um, it's fun. It's definitely like I'm gonna shut off my brain and 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 watch this. Uh, there's a yeah. little bit of like guessing of okay, what's gonna happen. But other than that, if you want some crazy kills and weird imagery of people being killed and killing yeah. themselves <laughs> and yeah. weird plot twists that aren't really twists, they're just kind of there to, I guess, fill in that, that space of why this is happening now. Um, mm-hmm. Go go give it a chance. Definitely go give it a chance. If that's a very specific list of things you might want for a film. <laughs> and, and then, then they just so happen to watch this podcast. Yeah, that's exactly what I was looking for. Well, thank you for that. Exactly. But, um, no, it, it, it's it's just a it's just a crazy Japanese film. Yes. You know, that would be the section if I had a DVD shop. Here. Crazy, well, Japanese the crazy Japanese film. Crazy Japanese over there. But it's um, good. But yeah, it was super fun. And I guess we can go on to our ratings now, um, Ross. Ooh. If you were to rate this 
out of 10, what would you rate it? Well, out of all the films ever made, or it, 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 if I was pointing you into the, the crazy Japanese section and say, okay, out of all the crazy Japanese films over there, this would probably be an eight. Um, yeah. If if you talk about every film I've ever seen in my life, probably a two or three. But yeah, it's it's a it's a really good quality crazy Japanese film. Yeah, it really is. And I'm going to sit right about there too, but I might go like seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of some of the things that fell flat um, when you're you're so excited to see what's happening. And uh, I actually got a little bit of adrenaline too when I was getting towards the end where it's like, okay, yeah. there's only a few people left. What's going to happen now? Yeah. And I was thinking, this is, I think, I was, I was thinking, this is going to have such an amazing twist. I'm going to be telling everyone, you've got to watch this film. And then I was like, oh, fuck, you just had a fight. Yeah. Then, no, never mind. The, the pills were actually just aspirin. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you get the weird, like, last scene. Um, mm. Which could have been a whole film in itself. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like if they did a part two, um, yeah. that they should have picked up with, after this five years up leading up to that moment of her finding him, I think mm. that would have been a better way instead of rushing it at the end. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm gonna have to go read the book, see if I can mm. find it online or something. Maybe buy it online and just read through it really quickly. I am gonna yeah. watch this again because I feel mm. like I did miss a couple of things. Um. But, and I think I think if if you could read Japanese as well, it looks like there was loads of because yeah. it turns out all the all the things he was looking for all along were up and on the wall at the beginning. Yeah, and and if you hadn't, and if you you probably could have caught that if you if you could read what was actually written on the walls. Yeah, um, they should have so, just um just in subtitles underneath everything that's wrote it and <laughs> this made yeah. the whole screen just but I, <laughs> but I suppose that would have like really really sort of signposted you need to read this thing yeah. wouldn't it yeah <laughs> but yes yeah. i was hoping that the imdb would have had like this is what it said on the on the blackboard this is what it said on this thing because i bet they would have they would have had real fun because they, you don't see all the hundred rules you, it would have been really fun to write some of those rules just to have them in the background. I reckon there's a, probably a couple of little Easter eggs in there. To, um, yeah. You know. And even how like we found out the teacher added so many other ones that was just kind of geared um, for school and like, yeah. don't do these things in school. Um, yeah. So I think that that was really, really cool, making it a little bit more modern. Uh, but yeah, 7.5 over here, Ross, you're going to give it an, an 8. Um, yeah. It's definitely a film you need to check out, like I keep saying. Definitely see it if you can. Find a way to see it or reach out to me and I'll see what I can do for you. If you mm-hmm. like um, crazy Japanese films, this is for you. <laughs> for yeah. sure. And if you like mangas as well, because yeah. this this play is like a manga. It really does. Yeah. Just, just live action. Um, and it's it's really, really, really fun. <laughs> um, but I think other than that, I think that's pretty much all that we can really talk about this film yeah it's one you have to watch it's hard to talk about yeah <laughs> it really really is um but ross thank you for you know taking the time to no come and, do this and and watch this crazy movie i'm sure we'll be doing this again yeah yeah um, for any time films yeah. yeah yeah i really enjoy it it's good yeah for sure and for anybody who um doesn't have Screenbox, go get Screenbox. uh they have a lot of really really cool films coming out we just recorded um, the episode will be out before this one. Uh, for an exclusive, that's another Japanese film. It's a Japanese psychological horror film that's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And it's um, and what it's talking about. It's it's about you know losing um, 
your sister or a sibling or whatever it is in, in abuse. So it's very Ouch. it's it's tough. So you you almost you almost got that one if Gag yeah. didn't pick it. <laughs> yeah. It's called um Dawning and it's it's yeah. a great film. It's really, really good. It's uh, but not so many comedy sound effects in that one, I don't Yeah, imagine. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, not for no, not at all. Um, yeah. But it was really fun, and Screenbox, you know, has a bunch of other really cool stuff on it. They got the Terrifier and Terrifier Two on there. Um, Pennywise: The Story of It documentary. So many cool things, and they are working um, to get into the UK. So Ross, keep your eye out. Mm-hmm. It, it will be there. I think they're aiming for this year for sure. Um, so it's a competitor to Shutter, and like as I always say, competition is a good thing. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, it's always good to have more streaming things, which I get stressed out that there's stuff on there I can't, I don't have the time to watch. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> like we were saying, it's brilliant that you can see anything now at the yeah. same time. I can see anything now. You got to have like, like 10 TVs set up so you can have exactly. multiple yeah. things going. Like those crazy sports fans who are like, I got to have this game on for this yeah. game and this game. I'm like, I don't know how people do that. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I cut to the cash myself saying, Oh, wouldn't it be amazing if I could watch a film while I sleep? Do you go, no, Ross, you know, just enjoy <laughs> sleeping, you know? Yeah, enjoy that. Have a life. Enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes your your dreams turn into movies. Yeah, That's what mm. it feels like for me sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was great, Ross. Thank you so much. And um, let let all your uh, your crew know that I enjoy having you on the show and I enjoy listening to you. Thank you. And, Thanks, man. Um, let them know that they, they can come on the show whenever they want as well. Um, Will do. Cool. You have to show something from the 1970s, though. Um, okay we'll we'll make yeah. that happen we'll make that yeah. happen <laughs> we're good cool um, but thank you well, everybody for you know listening and going to check out general witch finders as well mm-hmm. and get Screenbox. check out this film thank you guys catch you on the next one bye